Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Beauties and the Beast with Catherine Swift, WorkingCanadians.ca, Linda Leverdale, Vice President of Cambria, Canada, Financial Advisor, uh, Michelle Simpson, former Liberal MP and seatmate to Justin Trudeau, now no longer a member of Parliament, and Michelle, no longer a member of the Liberal Party. That's right. I never asked you, may I? Why, why did you decide to leave the party? It wasn't the party that I thought I was joining. And I started to have so many differences in terms of policy, in terms of, you know, what it was we were supposed to be doing. I finally decided, and you gave me good advice, or gave your listeners good advice, um, maybe don't vote the party. Vote the person. Yeah, I've always said uh, you can't be you can't be exclusively loyal to a party. You're loyal to a philosophy, to a way of life. Uh, at least that's the way I approach it. Uh, Michelle Simpson, for those of you who don't know, was uh, seatmate to Justin Trudeau during question period when they were both members of Parliament. And Michelle is also the uh, former Liberal member of Parliament who got into serious trouble with the party because she posted all of her expenses online, and that didn't go over well with a party hierarchy, and she lost her privileges, including the uh, really shouldn't be a privilege for a member of parliament, the right to speak during uh, during parliamentary sessions. Also, Catherine Swift, WorkingCanadians.ca. Right after I said you shouldn't be a member of a political party, of course, Catherine's a member of the Conservative Party of Canada now. <laughs> I am now, yeah. <laughs> but that is a, that's, a, that's a recent we'll development. We'll see, though, because like Michelle, you know, if I didn't like what they were doing, and we'll see, because right now they're in the middle of a leadership, so they're sort of in limbo, you know, from a sort of quasi-policy standpoint. But I've got to say, though, I think you have to vote the person and the party to a certain point. Because say you love your local, you know, your local representative, but you hate what the party's about. You know, obviously, it's, I think both uh, have to come into play. But I've got to say, <laughs> i got to say, guys, this we thing has just, uh, it, it, it boggles my mind in so many ways. And I know we've, you know, people have discussed it ad nauseum, but... Some of the things that I don't think have come out enough um, is uh, the, the governance issues, like the, the stuff about the board and so on and so forth. I've sat on boards. I've sat on for-profits. I've sat on not-for-profits. I've sat on charity boards. I have chaired some of them. I have never, ever seen uh, a, a chair being asked to resign by a so-called co-founder, which supposedly happened here. That is wrong. <laughs> The chair is the boss, typically. So there, there's lots that's rotten here, and boy, it's a, the more that comes out, the more rotten it looks. Yeah, we're going, we still have a long way to go. I'm not sure which way the compass is pointed now, particularly for the Prime Minister of Canada. Hello, Linda Leatherdale, Vice President of Cambria, Canada. How are you? I'm great, Roy. How are you? Just doing great. Let me ask you, Linda, to assess the situation from your perspective now. And we're talking, of course, of the uh, Trudeau, Morneau, we uh, developments and the fact that our prime minister, the prime minister of this country, is for the third time during his tenure marching down to the ethics commissioner's office like I used to be sent to the principal's office. <laughs> he's being sent to the ethics commissioner's office. And he's already had two strikes against him. Uh, how? What do you... Where do you think this is headed for Trudeau? Well, I agree with Catherine. I think there's more to this. And I, 
for every listener, this is disrespect of Canadian taxpayers and our money. And what I want to remind everybody, you're right, Roy Trudeau has been in the hot seat here before. He is, in fact, found guilty of conflict of interest. And, of course, that was Aga Khan and, and vacation on an island and, of course, the SNC-Lavalin. But this is the latest flip-flop. And what I don't like are the way he is flip-flopping. First of all, they didn't get paid. Then they did get paid, and I forgot. But I'm not in conflict of interest. Well, Trudeau, you have been found guilty. And let's go to Morneau. I remember being on your show, Roy. I was out in uh, Vancouver at a David Foster event, and we were talking about the pension reform. Now, he got off the hook on this one, but let's not forget that uh, Mornell Chappelle, that his family company, probably, I believe, stood to benefit from those pension reforms. But here's what people don't know. He was fined in 2017 $200, a piddly $200, because he failed to disclose his directorship in a corporation that owns his French villa, and he failed to give the proper value. Yeah, and the maximum fine is 500 bucks. 500 uh, that's that's the maximum that that being, can can be can be issued by the, the commissioner or by parliament, I'm not sure which. Um, I'm not sure about uh, any benefits or lack of benefits for Morneau Chappelle. I don't want to go there because yep. I cannot uh, I cannot say yep. one way or the other, so let's yep. not do that. But Michelle, let me come to you now. You know Mr. Trudeau. You sat with him, you sat beside him. He used to as you said, he used to come in when uh, and bring you um, copies of stories that have been written about him well, as he sat beside you during question period. What do you, how do you see the the future for, for the Prime Minister within the Liberal Party? Never mind without. You know the party. How's the party seeing him now? Well, uh, there is private grumbling, that's for sure. And I think that this could have a little more legs to this story uh, because of the pandemic, people are usually on holidays, out water skiing, doing this, doing that. And a lot of people are still hunkered down. So they're following this story. And I don't believe the man will change. I think he got into this mess because he wanted to be the hero with all these young people. When we actually have a program that he could have expanded, this this business of saying, oh, we didn't have the uh, ability to do it. Well, I'm sorry. You have 338 ridings. You, you use the summer program, expand it, and the, M uh, the MPs can help do that. Like, I never bought any of this. Uh, as Catherine said, there's, ugh, it's rotten, and I felt it was rotten right from the beginning. A couple of things in, together here, and then ask you, Catherine, for your thoughts. Where is the compass heading for Justin Trudeau, given what we know, given what we saw over the last several days? Where is he headed? Do you think he's in really serious trouble with his party, or does it just all run off his back? Secondly, uh, Bill Morneau, what's his future? I sort of tongue-in-cheek tweeted uh, the day before yesterday that perhaps he's going to be promoted to Minister of Veterans Affairs. And uh, and we also have the Prime Minister for the third time visiting the Ethics Commissioner, who essentially he appointed. Can you put all of that together and tell us where you think this is going? Well, it, it's a very good question, because when I see all the people that are still supporting him, I, I, I have to say, give your head a shake, folks. I, I, I think I've said on the show before with you and, and my fellow beauties, Roy, that if I see a conservative cheating, yeah, I, I tend to be a small C conservative, although I'm a social liberal, so... but. I have, a, I have a big problem with that, and I'm not going to vote for them again. 
what is with these people? And Linda, you said it well. You said if Canadians' taxpayers are being abused, liberal voters are really being abused. Because here you've got a gang who lie repeatedly, are never responsible seemingly for anything, keep screwing up royally. And this just this is just the latest example. This isn't a one-off. This is but a, where are we headed, no, Catherine? Where's the, where's this headed? I, well, I, that's, I don't know. I think back to the SNC-Lavalin thing. Trudeau plummeted in the polls. If there had been an election right around that time, he would have lost miserably. Yep. Yep. Um, and, of course, it does depend on the conservative leadership, too, because right now they're in limbo land, but that won't be the case for too much longer, so there will be a focus now on conservatives. So I don't believe the current polls, but I would hope three strikes are out, frankly, as Pierre Poilev said <laughs> in the committee the other day, because how much of this can we take? And, again, maybe... Maybe, okay, they lie, they cheat, oh, all politicians do, blah, blah, blah. Some, some people are kind of accepting it on that basis. But let's look at the economic damage they are doing to this country. I heard from several businesses just this last week who cannot get people to work. And, so and we're, going to be speaking to be with, we're going to be speaking with the gentleman who replaced uh, you, not replaced you, but when no, you left, he uh, yeah. became the CEO president of CFIB, Dan Kelly, shortly about that particular aspect of it. M- Michelle, do you have a sense of where this is headed? Or do we have a, a national situation here where this, this wee controversy or everything that's happening now will in fact impact the, 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 the national picture? Uh, or is it just going to be something that's going to disappear as essentially SNC and the Bahamas trip did? Well, I think on one level, it, it will catch up with him. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but the liberals, I do believe, will pay the price, especially when someone does the tally on how much all of this has cost. And that's the other thing I don't have an answer to. Uh, the deal was aborted. They said they pulled the plug. But I don't believe it didn't cost taxpayers money. I've heard $30 million, But if you hear $30 million, it could be $100 million that we've already got invested in this plan that was just a dead-ender. We had Yves Giroux on the program yesterday, the parliamentary budget officer, and I asked him if in any way he was involved in supervising or, or, or reviewing this $912 million contract, $543 million of it was going to be spent, uh, and I can't, still can't wrap my head around all those things. I'm not a mathematics-type person, but he said no, and he said, thankfully, I'm not involved in that. And that's from the parliamentary budget officer. (laughs) Thankfully, I'm not involved in that. When it came to the big numbers for for Canada, Linda, and you've spoken many times about the the national debt and consumer debt, I asked Mr. Giroux about that, and he said it makes his head spin. Absolutely. And let's not forget what this pandemic is costing Canada. And in a way, when you say what's going to come out of this, Roy, I mean, needless to say, Trudeau's been riding high in popularity, handing out checks to everybody to survive this pandemic. But the bottom line is, you are so right. We have got record, record, like the debt is out of control. And consumers, I mean, they've had mortgages forgiven, but what happens when those come due in September? You know what, Roy? I guess we're going to have to wait to see what more comes out of this wee scandal. If Catherine's right and there's going to be more bad, bad news, don't forget we're in a minority government situation. So let's get that leader. There's no way. There's no way that we already know everything. It's it's totally impossible. Stuff keeps coming out virtually daily about this, and clearly people have lied because the story keeps changing. (laughs) I love Trudeau saying, "Oh, I'm pushing back." Oh, that was news. 
A whole bunch of other test- people testified prior to that and never said a word about it. How so, could well, he no. not? How could he not immediately see a conflict of interest? Uh, well, well, especially when he testified, did. Oh, right, no, uh, that he checked with the ethics commissioner about his wife being involved in the charity, and he testified to that. And it didn't occur to you that nine hundred and twelve million dollars wouldn't represent a conflict, like. I, I was I had a cup of coffee and almost spit it up when I heard him say that. <laughs> How do you still engage yourself at a cabinet meeting when the decision's being made, when there's that kind of familial involvement with the organization that's being discussed? Well, apparently, though, money according to them, money went to we two weeks before it even came to cabinet. Uh, this this whole thing does not compute from right right from the beginning till end. Catherine, and let's not forget, we got $5 million from the federal government in um, grants, etc., since 2017. This is before this contract oh, yeah. was negotiated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, let's, in the two minutes we have left, ask you for your thoughts about the future of the finance minister. Are the two bumps we're hearing, the bus going over him? <laughs> no. <laughs> there, there's going to be a, a cabinet shuffle, and I suspect it will be in September, and he'll quietly be shuffled off. And Christian Freeland becomes the finance minister, and he becomes the veterans affairs minister, just to follow in the path of Jody Wilson-Raybould. Possibly, but certainly uh, Christian Freeland would make an excellent finance minister. Yeah. Well, uh, I wonder about that, but uh, frankly, though, Freeland is well known to have prime ministerial ambitions. And I think if she's put in what is effectively the number two spot, the finance minister's position, that would be a signal Trudeau has tired of this lofty job and will be moving mm-hmm. on to goodness knows what. There, there's almost a little bit of a taste, an aftertaste of Chrétien Martin here. When the party was at odds with itself yep. and Chrétien was being pushed out by the, by the Martin faction and the Chrétien faction was trying to push back and it just didn't work. We've been to this movie before, and we've seen what the Liberal Party can do to its leaders, Dion and Ignatieff. Uh, we, we saw that particular film develop as well. Beauties, thank you so much. Great talking to you, as always. Thank you, Roy. Catherine Swift, WorkingCanadians.ca. Linda Leatherdale, Vice President of Cambria Canada, former money editor of the Toronto Sun. Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament, and uh, at the time she was seatmate to Justin Trudeau. If you want to hear more... Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.